Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Yo, yo, it's time to talk that sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. Tackle this beat, don't ever count us out, cause we always kicking out. We go off with people and put the smack down on the street. New desperados in town, we going all elite. Mess around, got a triple double on them. Something like OG slam ducking on them. We got what you want, we got what you need. We bringing in heat. You wanna talk this and that, but we want that Hall of Fame chat. You always see us swinging for the fences. So watch out ladies and gents Cause we in the last strategy section And you know we gonna keep you guessing Tag teaming on these haters Sending up blessings We gonna keep praying for you Cause you know that old saying Don't hate the player, hate the game See that's the thing that separates us We're on that road to greatness And there ain't no stopping us We them go-getters and we gonna go get it Shutting it down like a no-hitter With three balls and two strikes Two away We throwing that splitter You never seen it coming Something like an arcade Whoa We gonna keep the crowd jumping And if you ain't down with that We got four words for you Cause it's Sports Talk With Cooper and Big Man to another episode of Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. As always, this is Big Man. And of course, as always joining me, my brother Cooper. What's up, man? How's it going? Good, brother. How you doing? Good. I'm ready to get into it tonight. We talking about that football talk, baby. I'll always love me some football talk. I could talk yes. football 24-7 if I was allowed, but I'm not allowed. So. That and uh, the season's too short, dang it. I know, right? <laughs> All right, man. Let's go ahead and kick off this uh Football talk with some score recaps from the uh, conference championship games. Let's do it. All right. First up, we had the Pac-12 championship. We had Oregon. We had number 13 SC. Oregon with the upset, 31-24. 
Who did you pick? Shut up. 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 What? What? Who did you pick? Georgia. Say it louder. Nope. You heard me. I want our listeners to hear. You heard me. I picked the lousy boy. Has said. Okay. Okay. We'll discuss that later, fool. I'm just saying. We'll discuss it later. I'm we'll bring say, it up. I just say it. Yeah, I shut up. Let's go. Let's move on. I mean, the next come one. on, dude. We're moving on. SEC championship <laughs> game. Uh, I believe I had this one correct, though. Number one, Alabama beat Florida, number seven in the nation, in a tight ball game, fifty-two to forty-six. If I remember correctly, brother, I still picked. Bama. You cringed when you said that. I didn't want okay? to. Do, I didn't want to pick them, but I picked them exactly. Anyways. So don't come at me like, like, yeah, I knew, yeah, buddy, yeah, I knew it. You, you didn't want them to win, just like I didn't want them to win, but they won anyways. So there you go. So I was still right. So there you go. All right, next up, we had number three, Clemson, taking on number two, Notre Dame, in the ACC championship game. Clemson rolling the Fighting Irish 34-10. We both picked Clemson, uh, though you almost picked Notre Dame until you realized that they did have sunshine back. Yes, sunshine was back, baby. (laughs) Next up. uh, What do you think? Do you think that that might have solidified sunshine's chance for that husband? Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll see. Oh man, come on! He still threw a pick in that game, so we'll see. Next up, we have the Big Ten Championship. Number fourteen, Northwestern taking on Ohio State, number four in the nation. Ohio State winning twenty-two to ten. We both picked Ohio State, even though I really wish I could have picked even Northwestern. Though I'm like, why are they even in a bowl game? They're in the they're in the or, college football playoffs. They're in the college football playoffs. Why we'll just, why are they even here? Yeah, we'll discuss I, I, that. I yeah, yeah, we'll discuss yeah, that. I'm not happy with that. I'm not happy with that decision <clears throat> at all. All right, you got me on this one though. In the uh, big tw- big twelve championship, number ten Oklahoma takes down number six Iowa State, 27-21. Good old Jr. Still don't like you. He don't know me, so Good old JR. He don't know me. Then boomer sooner. He don't baby. know me, so it's okay. I'm cool with that. <laughs> number 23, Tulsa, taking on number 9, Cincinnati, in the, uh, I believe this is the uh, AAC Conference Championship game. Number 9, Cincinnati, barely squeaking by the Golden Hurricane, 27-24. Say it for me, brother. Say it. You know you want to. They're the Bearcats, though. Are they? Yeah. Dang it. You should have asked me that with the Clemson team. That's right. That's right. That's Clemson. My yeah, bad. Clemson are also the Tigers. Oops. Go Bearcats. Go Bearcats. <laughs> All right. Cincinnati remains undefeated. And finally, for the Mountain West Conference Championship game, Boise State taking on number 24, San Jose State. We were wrong. Boise State lost 34-20. to Yep, we were both wrong on this one. Yep, you went with family because they are out in Boise State, and I'm just used to Boise State winning games like that. So, congratulations on San Jose State for getting that big win. Yep, they, they tackled the underdogs. There mm-hmm. you go. All right, so let's talk about some happenings over the college football weekend. Let's do it. <clears throat> number one, Alabama. Number seven, Florida showed out in an SEC championship game. Najee Harris looked NFL ready, and Mac Jones showed poise as he was nearly flawless. His lone mistake was more of a great play by the defense rather than a fault of his. 
The interception was literally stolen away from the receiver. Unfortunately for the Gators, <clears throat> Neal was blindsided, the one who picked off the Mac Jones, uh, was blindsided and fumbled, and Alabama recovered that fumble and would go on to score a touchdown um, right afterwards. Kyle Trask continued to be impressive and appears to have played himself into being drafted in the back end of the first round. He could continue to uh, continue up the draft board with a good showing at the Combine. Devontae Smith appears to have surpassed Jamar Chase as the top receiver in the draft. He had another great game with a couple of TDs, over 150 yards receiving, and gave defensive backs headaches throughout that game. Alabama will be in the college football playoff, and Florida will be playing in the Cotton Bowl. Cooper, your thoughts on the SEC championship game? Man, Alabama ran all over them, brother. Yeah. All over them. Like, they cannot stop the run no matter what they did. No, not And I don't care, but, you know, the the offense, the offense for the Gators, they were on point, dude. Yeah, they they have no reason to hang their head, though. They did pretty well, you know, so... Yeah. Um. As far as, as far as Kyle Trask goes, my hats off to him, and thank you for for a good season. We we very much appreciate that, and can't wait for the for the bowl game. Yeah. So there you go. He will be in the bowl game. I forgot to note that uh, Kyle Pitts, the other Kyle, has uh, foregone the uh, bowl game and his senior year as he'll focus on the NFL draft. Not surprising there, I since mean, he's going to be a top ten pick. Not only that, but the injuries the the kid has dealt with. Why risk it? Yeah. Why risk it again? Yeah. So yeah, it makes sense. So uh, thank you, Kyle Trask and Kyle Pitts. Uh, we hope you have great careers in the NFL. We can't wait to see you, see you on Sundays. Definitely. Next up, we had number four Notre Dame did not look like a top four team as number two Clemson demolished the Fighting Irish thirty four to ten in the ACC championship. With Trevor Lawrence and their defensive players back, Clemson just steamrolled the team that barely beat them in double overtime in their first meeting. Notre Dame played horrible and didn't look prepared for this game at all. Um, how the committee still viewed Notre Dame as a top-four team is beyond me. Honestly, Texas A&M should have gotten the opportunity, just like Alabama a few years back when it didn't get into the SEC championship game but got into the playoffs anyways. Both teams, though, will be in the college football playoff. Notre Dame will take on number one, Alabama. With Clem, number two Clemson taking on Ohio State, who we'll be talking about a little bit later. So, Cooper, your thoughts on Notre Dame still managing to be in the conf, uh, college football playoff despite a poor showing in the ACC championship game? Yeah, it's – I don't even know. I don't know how they have this set up like they do. It just – to me, it makes no sense. But, uh, you know, uh, it is what it is, dude. I mean, that's really – all I have to say about it, because really, I don't see them beating Alabama. I know either. I mean, they couldn't beat Clemson. They're not going to beat Alabama. It's not going to happen. No, uh, and right now, to me, even though I'm going to be rooting for Clemson if they beat Ohio State and play Alabama in the championship game, I don't even know if Clemson can beat Bama at this point. Yeah. Bama just looks almost they, unbeatable. They, they look like an NFL team. Just about. They, they look it's like crazy. they could face an NFL team if they wanted to. <laughs> just about. It seems that pretty crazy. All right, man. We're going to move on. Number 25, Oregon. <laughs> popped right back into the top 25. <laughs> Managed to end up uh, up and, sorry, previously unbeaten number 17, SC, in the Pac-12 championship game. The Ducks were, the, were only able to get into the game due to Washington Huskies still dealing with the COVID issues in their program. Uh, the Ducks and Huskies were supposed to play the previous week, uh, but the Huskies were dealing with COVID issues in their program. 
And then uh, they were still dealing with those issues, therefore didn't have enough players to play in the Pac-12 championship game, giving the Ducks the opportunity that they took and ran with as they pulled off two early interceptions that led immediately to 14 points on USC. The Trojans fought back, though, as Caden Slovis settled in and started picking apart the Ducks' secondary. However, a late mistake by Slovis that resulted in another interception proved costly as the Ducks won 31-24. Tyler Shuck had a rough game offensively, which led the Ducks occasionally bringing in senior transfer quarterback Anthony Brown for some gimmick plays, including the final drive for the Ducks. The Ducks will be playing in the Fiesta Bowl, and USC has opted out of playing in a bowl game um, due to COVID, um, possible COVID issues. Cooper, your thoughts um, on the Ducks pulling this upset? Yes, I know I picked SC. I also would have expected SC to develop a running game like everybody else was doing to us. Right. And they right. didn't, and they tried to beat us through the air. So. Right, and I, I think it's cool that they won. Um, I think it was odd the way the season ended up. Right. But it is what it is, and the Ducks, the Ducks want it. And, you know, it's going to be cool to see what they do in their bowl game. Yeah. Just hopefully as long as everyone stays healthy, you know, and we don't have any problems that the other schools are having. So. Right. Um, Tyler, to me, Tyler Shuck at the Fiesta Bowl is playing for his job next year. Because he had some, he's had some bad games. Yeah. And we're honestly really lucky. I mean, the very first touchdown we got was by Anthony Brown. It wasn't by him. Yeah. So, I mean, Anthony Brown is a as a transfer senior, so he's going to be gone next year. But we got some good players already, good quarterbacks already on the roster, and we got a five star recruit coming in next year uh, at quarterback too. Chuck needs to show out at the Fiesta Bowl against Iowa State, or he might be in a quarterback competition come next uh, next spring and it, fall. It'll definitely be interesting to see what happens with it. Um, because he's got an arm. I think it will be a while before we see another, you know, Herbert or Mariota type player, yeah, on the team. But mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. I mean, I, mean, I think too. I think when you're when you're coming off of just, you know, Herbert being the guy for so long, yeah. It, it, it's kind of hard because, you know, you've got to put yourself in a position where, okay, this is my team now, so, you know, it's time for me to run with it. If he can't do it, then he needs to hand off the ball to somebody else because, uh, obviously, it is what it is, man. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't mind if he was just Joey Harrington good. Right. If he was Joey Harrington good. I mean, yeah, Joey Harrington got overplayed his senior year and, you know, overhyped and didn't win the Heisman, but also got drafted third to a, the abysmal Detroit Lions, which probably I think kind of ruined his career. Um, he That's was the thing that backup. sucks about it is because when they go to like when they're drafted really like that from high, the go that high, mm-hmm. it's like yeah, yeah. I mean, we saw it with David Carr too. He he went to Houston yeah. after the expansion Houston Texans, and he didn't fare much better either. Exactly. So. so. All right, man, uh, we got one more. We're going to talk about the Ohio State Buckeyes, who won the Big Ten Championship game against number 14 Northwestern, 22-10. Despite a terrible outing offensively, the Buckeyes did enough defensively to manage to stay in the top four. That just does not make much sense, other than the fact that the playoff community must just want Ohio State in the playoff. 
The they only beat Indiana, and that was even considered, and that was even considered a good team, and barely won that game. Uh, then they struggled like they did against Northwestern. Just doesn't seem like a that is a top four team to me, honestly. I so. think they just got lucky, bro. They got lucky to be where they're at and be able to do what they did because of the COVID mm-hmm. pandemic going around. Because if it wasn't for that, that team wouldn't even be, and they probably wouldn't even be ranked where they were. So. Right, absolutely. All right, man. We're going to go ahead and switch gears and move on to some NFL talk. Let's do it. All right, Thursday Night Football featured the Los Angeles Chargers heading to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. Took overtime in a, in a outstanding showing of the once-glorified Marcus Mariota to beat for Justin Herbert and the Chargers to beat the Raiders 30 to 27 in overtime. Next up we have those Buffalo Bills and no one circles the wagons like, like the, the Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Bills who demolished Denver Broncos 48-19 in Denver on Saturday night. Next up on Saturday night we also had the Carolina Panthers travel to Green Bay and giving the Packers a little bit of a headache though the Packers managed to win. 24-16. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers engineered a big comeback against the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, who hasn't engineered a big comeback against the Atlanta Falcons this year? <laughs> As uh, the Buccaneers beat the Falcons 31-27. The, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the game of the decimated, <laughs> injured, plagued teams, the 49ers and the Cowboys... <laughs> The Cowboys and Niners actually made it look like they might have should have been still on Sunday Night Football as they actually had a decent game and a score of 41-33. The Detroit Lions traveled to Tennessee to take on the Titans, losing 25-46. In a game that I kind of felt was a bit of a trap for the Colts, almost ended up being as such as the Colts barely won 27-20 over the Texans. The Miami Dolphins secured the Patriots' first non-winning season in two decades as they beat the Patriots 22-12. to The suddenly hot Chicago Bears went to Minnesota and took down the now sliding Minnesota Vikings 33-27. The Seattle Seahawks mustered enough offense against that Washington defense to win 20-15. The Baltimore Ravens made laughing stocks of the Jacksonville Jaguars winning 40-14. to Ah. Uh, my team decided to make it hard for me to even decide to leave the house as they <laughs> lost to the previously winless Jets 23-20. to I cannot believe that game. Yeah. And what sucks is you probably don't want to jump on the bag one, bag wagon despite what happened Monday night. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, Arizona Cardinals had a big old shootout game with the Philadelphia Eagles 33-26. Kansas City Chiefs ruined the uh, return of Drew Brees for the Saints as they win 32-29. The Cleveland Browns won ugly but but pretty big against the New York Giants 20-6. And the Steelers continued their skid as they have now reached three straight losses, losing to the Bengals 27-17. Let's talk about some notes that we have from this. Sunday and Monday and Thursday and Saturday. We had a whole weekend of football. So, from the yes, NFL. Let's check it out. First up, the New York football Jets are no longer winless as they went to Los Angeles and upset the Rams. 
The Jets jumped on some early mistakes by the Rams, one of which was being a block punt to get out to an early lead. The Rams would make a comeback in the second half to make things interesting late, but the Jets held them off, held them off to win 23-20 and get off that 13-game losing streak. The win, though, may have been a loss as they now sit number two in the draft order behind the Jaguars. Both like both teams are likely to lose out. The Jaguars, though, would still have the number one pick. Cooper, your thoughts as my team is now the laughing stock of the NFL. Go Jaguars. Right? I mean, really. Honestly, I mean, it was going to happen sooner or later. I'm sorry it happened to the Rams because mm. that's just what the hell. I know. But, uh, yeah, go Jaguars. I mean, we need we need some we need some freaking football players in our freaking side of the you know state. So yep. let's do this, on brother. I, I'm excited to see what they do. I mean, you bet. I can tell you one thing: if they pass on Trevor Lawrence, that'll be the biggest mistake of ever. If they pass on Trevor Lawrence, I'm never going to another Jaguar game to ever yeah. root for them. I've done that once, and I will never do it again. If they don't pick Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, you got to pick Lawrence. So you don't even trade out. You pick Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. If you're number one, pick Trevor Lawrence. You don't have an excuse. Not at all. Pick Trevor Lawrence. Exactly. Don't mess this up. Anyways, the Pittsburgh Steelers continue to struggle with their running game, and it showed again on Monday Night Football as the team lost to the Cincinnati Bengals 27-17. The loss is the third in a row for a team that started out 11-0. The defense is also struggling with the loss of Bud Dupree. The schedule doesn't get any easier for the Steelers as they do have to play the Colts and the suddenly hot Cleveland Browns team that will be looking for their first division title in quite some time. Cooper, your thoughts on your Steelers skid and the possibility uh, that the Browns might win your division. This freaking 2020, you suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you suck. And I'm just... At I'm, symbol I'm dollar, dollar sign. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm tired of dealing with this crap. Like, it is. That's all it is, is crap. It is. Um, And the fact that the Browns might win the division, crap. Yeah. Crap. I mean, basically, if you guys lose out to Indianapolis and to the Browns and they win out, beating you in the last game and then winning their next game this coming week, the Browns win the division. And that's going to um, be like, What? This whole year has been so crazy and crappy, shitty. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> the, um, uh, the one good thing I can't say for your team is you don't know which Philip Rivers you're going to get against Indianapolis, so you have a chance. Yeah, you never know because he, so, he always. That's the thing with Philip Rivers. He's either on or he's off. As of late in his career, guys, because so, of his age. Yeah, so you guys have a chance. So you're telling me there's a chance. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're like one in a million. (laughs) All right, man. So let's talk about them Buffalo Bills who won the AFC East Division for the first time since they had a guy named Jim Kelly at quarterback. Their win on Saturday against the Broncos helped seal the deal, and we have a new division champ in the AFC East for the first time in 11 years when Tom Brady missed 15 games due to a knee injury. And he suffered that in game one of that season. Buffalo has looked strong all year and and looked poised as a team that could actually be ready to knock off the Kansas City Chiefs. Cooper, your thoughts on those Buffalo Bills? Yeah, man. Like I said, this 2020 has been a crazy year. And uh, who knows, man. Maybe they'll circle the wagons, you know. So, right. 
and uh, maybe we'll see what happens. I, I really don't see him beating the Chiefs, but I see it being a, you know. It's going to be a good it's game. It's going to be a good game, that's yeah. for sure. I don't see him beating them, but we'll see. You never know what happens. So. Yep. All right, man. With their loss on Sunday to the Miami Dolphins, the New England Patriots will have a non-winning season for the first time in 20 years. The year Tom Brady missed with the injury, uh, the team still went 11-5 and that year. Um, it is a bit of a shocker for a team that has basically owned the NFL for two decades, and it doesn't get any easier for the Patriots as they face those Buffalo Bills on Monday Night Football, in which they could end up under 500 for the first time in 20 years. <clears throat> Cooper, your thoughts? That's the only part of 2020 I like. <laughs> Is the Patriots suck enough? Like yes. They have a win? Yes. They have a winning season? I mean, honestly, they have to win out just so they don't have a actual losing season. You know what's funny? Is all everybody go, well, Tom Brady's not there anymore, so everybody can stop hating on the Patriots. Nope. Sorry, I didn't like Cam Newton either, so. Uh, there you go. You know. Yep. That's it. All right. All right, man, next up, we're going to talk about them Kansas City Chiefs as they continue to be the cardiac kids as they've won another game by six points or less against the returning QB, Drew Brees, and the Saints. It is the sixth straight such game, setting an NFL record. Since beating the Jets 35-9, the average margin of victory for the Chiefs has been four points. This typically can spell disaster for some teams, but this Chiefs team could be just built differently and be able to handle it. It will be interesting to see how they handle teams with good running games in the playoffs that might be able to manage the clock and keep that high-powered offense on the sideline. Scooper, your thoughts on the Cardiac Kids in Kansas City? Man, they're crazy, dude. Uh, what they pulled off last year in the playoffs and the Super Bowl? Three straight games trailing by more than 10 points in each game and winning every single one. Exactly. So... Including a game they were down 24 to so nothing. everybody's tripping, though. Well, what's going to happen? Well, guess what's going to happen? They're going to surprise you just like they did last year. So there you go. Absolutely. And we'll be lucky, you know, I mean, we'll be lucky to see them back in the Super Bowl. Because I think that's that's where they're heading. Yeah. Um, like I said, the only team right now I see in the AFC that can knock them off, honestly, truly, is Buffalo. And that's still a question mark. Because Josh Allen is still, he's he's improved a lot, a yeah. lot, a lot since college in his rookie year. But I just don't know if he can go toe-to-toe with Patrick Mahomes yet. He's getting there. He's getting there. He's definitely getting there. I just don't know if he can yet. So we'll see. That's a lot of pressure on a young guy. Especially since Mahomes doesn't seem to know what pressure is because he went down 24 nothing against the Texans last year. And brought the team back in a divisional playoff game. What? <laughs> He's a master Jedi, dude. I guess, man. I need to know his goose frog <laughs> off. <Right>? Jeez. <laughs> Hey, I wish I was that cool comic collector. He's my homeboy. He knows what he's doing. He is, man. He is. Um, right now, I, so right now, I would honestly say, unless proven otherwise, we might have a rematch of the very first Super Bowl ever played. Green Bay Packers, Kansas City Chiefs. There you go. That's my prediction. I'm with you. You with me on that one? I'm right. with you, brother. Just my team might as well just forfeit the I rest of the year. I don't see my team doing crap for the rest of the year either. Yeah, my team might as well just freaking punch, <laughs> close out from shopping 
go to next year because you can't lose to the Jets. Who loses to the Jets? The Rams. Shut up. <laughs> God. Oh, uh, man. But then again, I said, too, if they lost to the Bengals, didn't I say I was going to be a full-on Rams fan? You know, at least they had their, at least the Jets had their starting quarterback. What's your excuse? <laughs> you played a team with that was on a backup quarterback because they lost their starter for the year. So, man. <laughs> Anyways, all right, guys. So, we are done with this episode. Uh, we won't be back until Saturday, which will be after Christmas. So, we all hope. We hope that you all, if you celebrate Christmas, have a wonderful Christmas. We hope you just have a wonderful day that day. If you don't celebrate it, we hope you had a happy Hanukkah. We hope you have a happy Kwanzaa. Happy Yule. Happy Yule. Anything you celebrate, we hope it's a happy and merry one. Uh, We will be back, of course, before the end of the year, so which is Saturday, Sunday, and of course Tuesday. Um, So then we won't be back until the beginning of the next year. After that, so we got. What three three more episodes to end, to close out the year on? So yeah, it's gonna and be we, fun. And we appreciate every single one of you. Thank you so much for listening in. And, mm-hmm. and uh, NBA season just kicks off tonight. Uh, game one, I believe, is for the night has already started. So I hope you all enjoying that game. Oh yes, um, a lot more basketball talk coming your way, baby. That's right. We're gonna shift Sunday's uh, basketball baseball talk to be more exclusive to. Basketball at this point until baseball season kicks off, which will hopefully be on time in April. We have yet to hear otherwise. Uh, February for baseball is the start of training, uh, spring training, technically, as catchers, catcher, catchers, <laughs> catchers and pitchers arrive in February. So, I believe that will do for us. What yeah. do you, you got anything? No, I don't got nothing, bro. I'm, I'm right. good, brother. So we all hope you have a Merry Christmas. We hope you have a wonderful day that day if you don't celebrate it. Because we don't discriminate against nobody like that. Nope. If you don't celebrate it, that's good. Because sometimes, I wish I didn't celebrate it anymore because it's become too commercialized. Well, there you go. So. Uh, I think the most important thing about the holidays are. Family. Is family. Just you be know, around your be loved with ones. Your, be with your family and enjoy. Mm-hmm. The festivities, enjoy your family, enjoy the fun, enjoy the conversation, you know. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that can't because of lockdown or whatever, uh, many thoughts, many many prayers, many whatever. Many go, good vibes, good whatever. Good vibes go out to you and, uh, you know, and just keep your head up because eventually this stuff will be over and done with. So Absolutely. We'll get back to normal life. Absolutely. And as always... Keep Keep on on talking talking sports. sports.